I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I saw when I set up this recording session that the last time we recorded was a month ago. But Amazing. We're doing amazing work. I think that's pretty good. Someone, I am so surprised the amount of people that are like, when's another episode of their podcast coming out? I can't believe it. I can't believe it. It's the loyalty, the loyalty, despite our lack of commitment, is incredible, and we don't deserve it. And it's yeah, it's outrageous. But hopefully, I mean, they've had six episodes of a bloody series of us talking about porn, so hopefully that's filled the gap at least a little, you know. Uh, yeah, I just can't believe people in this day and age are asking for more content in any in any form. I know. I want less. Although. We've been bloody sitting down every day at the moment to watch a show, and then we've been like, I don't know, I don't know if there's anything we want to watch. But we did start a league of their own last night on Amazon Prime, and I actually quite, got, I'm quite enjoying it. It's got a nice lesbian energy to it, I thought. Big gay energy and lovely big <laughs> sets. Yeah, well, that's Amazon for you. I mean, they could really fork out for it. They got the dosh because of how of how they treat their workers. <laughs> Oh my god. Cue theme song. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. It's the day of And welcome to this month's episode of The Mail Games. The next day. The next one will be like, and welcome to the 2023 episode singular of the Mail Case. One, one episode in March. Will we have? Will this episode launch with our new artwork? Are we even allowed to bloody talk about that? Oh God, hell yeah, I think so. Why You're not? Awesome. I've got to make sure I send the right file. Let's commit to it. Yeah, yeah it's like gorgeous. We're, we're rebranding. We actually were going to get the artwork done um, at the beginning of the year when we came in with so much gusto. Mm-hmm. I just sort of think. This is sort of my attitude towards everything now. It's like, it'll just take the time it needs. It'll be ready when it's ready. That sounds like, sounds like mum making dinner. It's ready when, <laughs> it's, it's, ready. Ready when it's ready, okay? But I'm hungry now. <laughs> it was hard as a kid, right? When you're hungry and then you want dinner and you're allowed fruit. But even then, you know, it's, no. it's, it's hard. You don't get the you're real growing. You're, you're actually literally growing. It's wild to think about. Imagine if your limbs were just growing now at the same state they were when you were a kid. Do you reckon you've reached your peak height? Yeah. <laughs> if anything, I think I'm, I honestly think I've shrunk recently. Oh, I actually cannot wait to shrink. I just think more people have been calling me short. Do you want to be shorter? Yeah. Yeah, I would love to be shorter. How I love much shorter would you want? I just am so alarmed by the amount of people that go Oh my god, you're enormous to me. Like they're like you're so tall, but I'm just so big. Like I'm a huge guy and I've noticed that more and more every time I meet people on the street, they just like can't believe how tall and big I am. But I'm just so big. 
I take up so much space. I can't believe it. But in my brain, I'm still a tiny little Tom Thumb. I feel like it's nice to take up some space, though. I'm like, no, God, no. tiny God. Everyone's just looking down. I'd love to fit in a little goodie bag. <laughs> you know, just to take away. I'd love that. A little, I'd love to be a little morsel. There was a story on the radio the other day about new shoes that they basically look kind of like all birds, but they add two inches to your height. And I was like, God, that's so dumb. And then I thought about being five foot ten for a little bit. And I was like, mm. <laughs> maybe I'll maybe. buy a pair. Maybe you should get a pair. I love it. They're like all birds, but they make you taller. What? Yeah, I don't know. What the whole thing about all birds, like they're made out of like lamb's wool. I just mean visually <laughs> they look like all birds. Same kind of style. They're not like are they lambs? Sheep. What yeah. are all birds? They're like made out of recycled Coke bottles or something, right? All I know is, and no offense, because I know they're a Kiwi company that's worth lots of money now and they've done well, but they make they're people's feet ugly. stink and they oh. don't look good. <laughs> <laughs> I, have Everyone- never wor- I have never worn all birds and, you know, I support local, but I, yeah, I, I don't stand them. I don't, yeah. I'm like, congratulations, it's- but I never want to see another pair. They are, <laughs> they are the complete opposite to Crocs in many ways. Like Crocs are like the most synthetic mm. shoe you can get, and I guess Allbirds is the most natural. And with anything that's good for the planet, good for you, mm. it, it comes at a price. And you the price stink. is you, your feet stink and you look bad. <laughs> I know there are people out there that can pull them off, honestly. And the way they talk about the comfort, I'm like, well, that's good. But my folks love them. That. My folks love them. They really stand by them. And whenever, whenever they're in Auckland, they're like, we've got to go to the Allbirds shop. Where is the Allbirds shop? New it's like downtown sort oh, of, yeah. um, you know, uh, what do you call it? When, no, uh, what is that? Commercial Bay. Com- yeah, but it's like the other one. Britomart. Britomart. Do you know what? Commercial Bay, Britomart and like Winyard Quarter need to get a grip and just like kind of figure out what they're doing. Because I feel like they're all fighting against each other. True. I know they're very different geographical places, but I'm like, you're all downtown. You're all the same. It's absolutely all the same to me. And I love the idea of downtown. Like, to be downtown, it just feels classy. I don't it know. It feels very fancy down there. Do you know what made me furious? Yeah, go on. This is the problem with Tamaki Makoto, Auckland City. What is going on with the public transport? Dua Lipa happens. There's 14,000 people there. We were like, we're going to be able to catch the train home because there's a train stop right there. And then there's a train stop outside our house. And then we went there and the final train was at 10.23 and it was 10.25 and we got there. Why would you not add an extra train when there's a concert happening? This fucking country needs to grow the fuck up and i'm sorry for swearing but i'm sick of it every time i see someone on a train up when i see she was on a train on bloody a league of their own the other night and i was like god i wish i had her wish i wish it was as a closeted lesbian in the war world war ii but she can catch a train (laughs) (laughs) in some ways harder in some ways you're on time yeah um, oh, yeah, I've just realized, I cannot believe it, but I'm actually starting this podcast on low battery and I'm using the cable that charges my laptop to plug in the microphone. So we're just going to hold for 10 seconds while I find another cable. Do you want me to fill time or t- should Tim just cut it? We'll, we'll cut it. I'll be two seconds. Okay. Good. I actually thought it would be kind of fun if I kind of had a little bit of a solo moment, but. Chris has obviously made his wishes clear that he would like this to be 
cut out. So, um, got it. <sighs> He's got his plug now, and he is plugging it in. And it looks like we could be all go with that. Was actually pretty. That was pretty effective. Yeah, you got that. You got that done really, really quick. Really quick. Boom! We're charged. How about that? Oh my god! Talk about Cable City. It was gorgeous. I got a little bit of time to catch up on Be Real. Has it just happened? No, just yesterday. I hadn't really looked. I think we're at the end of social media. I agree. I think it's all like about it's to collapse. Dumb. Yeah, I've been writing my in and out lists for 2023. Like it's a work in progress. Where when and how will you publish this? Oh, just drunk on New Year's night, sort of <laughs> exclaim it to whoever's going to be there, screech it from a mountaintop. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. These are my ins and outs. In paying twenty cents for a brown paper bag at the supermarket. I love doing I that. Fl- I love doing that, and I feel like there's a shame there where they're like, you should use. Uh, like a $2 bag or you should have mm. remembered. And I'm like, actually my fucking compost needs paper. Yeah. And I think the paper ones might be better for the planet than having they, 40 ah, reusable bags. But they bags. don't want you to know that. I don't want you yeah. to know that. Um, I'll just do some highlights. I think um, hotel lobby bars are coming in. I think quality time's coming in. Digital cameras, digi cams. They're in a big they're way. Huge. Eh? They've they're, seen them yeah. everywhere. Red eyes um, back. Being a bit random, I think that's done. <laughs> I also think f- flash mobs might be in, but that's sort of similar to being a bit random. And what, and what, like dance flash mobs, proposal flash, all of it, all of the above. All of it. Like the musical big theater. flash mob wave of, um, yeah, as a way to promote an amateur musical. When were they? You like 2010? I'd say about even time. earlier. About time. Yeah, it's about time, here. you know, cyclical, sort of 10 years. Out, fucking oat milk's gone, I reckon. Why do you, what do you got against it? I just think it's out. I'm sick of it. I, love, just, I think the taste is good. What are you? What are you? What are you simping mm, instead? Well, I know that it's like you know it's highly processed, right? Like it's so it's very very sweet, mm. and people are drinking it. I think because they were like, "I'm cutting dairy," but I'm like, it's then the, you go home and have a big slice of cheese. And I think it was originally the most ethical one, but maybe it's actually not. Like all things. Like all things. Soy is, I think, truly actually the best, even though it has an annoying flavor. It is high in protein, and I don't think it really is killing the planet to have soy milk, but it is to have almond. But you know what I had in uh, the UK? Hazelnut milk. Oh, yeah. That is expensive, I imagine. That's No one nut should be the monopoly. Like, I think it could be any nut. Like, you should dibble and dabble. nut milk. Mixed nut. Yeah, exactly. Mixed nut milk. (laughs) Fruit and nut milk. (laughs) Scroggin milk. Scroggin milk. <laughs> Lewis Road Creamery Scroggin. Scroggin is, I gotta say, one of the worst words there is in the dictionary. Yeah, why do we do that? Why scroggin. can't we just call it trail mix like a grown up country? What the fuck is scroggin? Scrog like it was always like scr- bo- Sounds like scrotum or smegma. Yeah, it's it's there, isn't it? It's just yeah. and for me it's like you know, you'd eat it because there's the chance of a little bit of chalky. Mm. Isn't that? That's really what's enticing you to scroggin. Certainly not there for the nuts. Maybe, God, maybe designer scroggin could come in, though. Do you like those skinny d- almonds? Love them. At my show in New Plymouth, they had, they had a little green room with some snacks, and one of them was white chocolate raspberry skinny dipped almonds. And but, heaven. But I'm going to say, skinny dipped almond feels... Eating disorder adjacent. Oh, the fra- yeah. 
So it's stupid. Like, you're like, I'm losing weight by each bite, you know? And I'm like, uh, I'm, I think, you know what? I love a scorchy. I love a scorched Scorchies arm. Scorchies go And I off. love that they've been fucking scorched. You know, they're not, they're not chocolate-covered almonds. They're scorched. It's more important. Yeah, we're not even putting chocolate anywhere near the title because the main thing is how we roasted the almond, even though it is <laughs> 70% chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> and in my brain, I was like, scorched means to dunk something in chocolate 30 times until it's got a thick this, coating. That's to be so scorched. Thick. They are thick-dipped almonds. <laughs> they are thick-dipped. <laughs> I have one of those thick-dipped almonds. Um, and, uh, I, but what I was going to get to was that I think Instagram content's on the out. I put it on my out list despite, you know, building a living from it. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done are you with bought that. A, are you bought as a consumer? Are you bought as a creator or just both? It's all just done. All of it. I'm like, what observation is there left to be unturned? It's mm. like, when you breathe, be like, you know, it's just, it's, there's not one human mannerism left that isn't become a, like a video. <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> Blinking, true. be like, and I'm just like, we know, we know. Um, I'm, I love us. I still, well, no, maybe I don't. <laughs> No, I don't. <laughs> I was going to say, like, just a picture on Instagram sometimes. But yeah, I love I don't a picture. Care. You know? Not what, enough to keep me passionate about the app. What is your favourite Christmas treat? Uh, Christmas mince tart. I love it. I love them. Like, love like, a, like a bait, like a fresh one or like uh, like a sort of supermarket one? No, no, freshly made. But also, if you can make the little staff at the top, I do love that. Kind of plunked, but then you can see a little bit of the fruit creeping out the sides. Yeah, it's dusting the icing sugar. When they've got the full lid, it's Mm. too dry, isn't it? How funny is it that it's called mince? (laughs) Fruit mince. It's fruit mince. Well, to mince something, (laughs) isn't it? Like, is to blend it. Like mince garlic, yeah. Mince garlic. But isn't that blended? Yeah, I guess it is. It's pulverized it's and squ- scorched. Squashed. It's scorched. It's scorched. What's your favorite Christmas tree? They were playing Christmas music at Countdown just before when I picked up my LaCroix. Oh, it is the Yuletide season. I'm going to mm. say, you know, it's funny when you get older, you do, you are drawn towards the fruitcake and you never, th- and you never think you'd get there, do you? As a kid, you think, when? When will that happen? And it just slowly begins to... You think, I'm going to dabble with the icing. Oh, it's a bit too sweet. I'm going to bring some of this fruit mince pot, like cake thing into it. Um, mm. So I don't, I, I, that feels very festive to me. But my auntie would always do this crazy thing where she'd do chocolate-covered, scorched, um, like hokey-pokey pieces. What? But then... Like, like basically little crunchies, you know. Yum. But, and then also scorch, and I'm using scorch in the term of like being completely covered in chocolate, mm-hmm. ginger. And if you oh. bit into the ginger one, you would be furious. Like it was such a nasty little trick. And I don't think I'm that old yet. Like I, I'm not willingly wanting to eat like ginger. I quite like a bit of crystallized ginger. Do you? I think of it. Yeah, I think of I think I am an old soul. I've liked fruitcake forever, and I, I am into crystallized ginger. I, I'll eat it all. You eat crystal. I mean, that is the epitome of being an old soul, in a sense, is like if you are drawn towards crystallized ginger. 
Do you think there's any health benefits to it? You know how eating ginger when you've got a cold or whatever is meant to be good. I'm going to Google it. Do you think you'll get COVID a second time before the end of 2022? Nah. I've had it once. Me, that's all I'm going to have. Me either. I think I'm done. I called my attitude out the other day because I was like, oh, fuck, I'm getting it again. And then I was like, actually, nah, I don't want it again. When I had it, I was like, I don't want it. It's not like being drunk, you know? <laughs> where, Wait, where you get hung, when you go get into that. Sorry, I, I'm... <laughs> I honestly, my brain cannot work at this rate because I'm currently googling health benefits of crystallized ginger while talking about this, and I'm like, my brain's like working so hard because it's never yeah. thought about the health benefits of crystallized ginger. Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. Health benefits, seven health benefits of crystallized ginger are oh my god, mm. oh wow, what? anti-inflammatory helps with motion sickness. Oh yeah, they always go have a bit of ginger if you're motion yes, sick. Yes, if, you, if your stomach's getting a bit stirred up. Aids with indigestion, can help with digestive disorders. I would say that's the same. May mm. help with cold and flu symptoms. Ginger helps with asthma, may improve um, circulation. Wow. And that's crystallized, no less. Actually, you know what I've got as a Christmas treat that my family always does, which is bloody delicious. Yeah. You get your blender. You chuck a pop, full pack of Toffee Pops in it You've with some cream cheese. You've discussed these before. You've discussed these before. You roll it into balls. You put them in the fridge. You, do, you scorch them in chocolate. <laughs> you scorch them in chocolate. <laughs> They're out the gate. They're like lint chocolate balls suck my Toffee Pop chocolate balls. They're so much better than lint balls. Suck my Toffee Pop balls. <laughs> Fuck, I love it. I love a lint ball. And the other day I was at Faro. Do you don't mm. like them? Or do you love them? Loved it the first time and now I I don't know. Sometimes to me it just tastes like butter with barely any flavour. <laughs> You've got to get the temperature right. Have you ever had one warm? <laughs> yeah. Honey, it has come in the mouth. Like, it is like, <laughs> you know, you bite into the ball and it's like oozes. And you're like, it is body temperature. Body temperature. Liquid coating my throat it is too much sorry and that was really mm. gross that was gross okay I've now just um, searched the health benefits of milk chocolate covered almonds mm. or as we would know it's scorched scorchies and they say it reduces the risk of a heart attack lower bad cholesterol brackets protects artery walls from damage helps build healthy bones and teeth I can't believe this provides really healthy fear. fats and aid in weight loss. Bullshit. That's not true. It's just not true. Why should you eat chocolate-covered almonds today? Dot com. <laughs> That's a yeah. whole website? No. <laughs> <laughs> Visit why should you eat chocolate-covered almonds today? Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> What were we talking about before? Oh, I got distracted by truly shocking health benefits. Do you have a fact of the gay? Nah, I really oh, don't. No, I've lost I kind you. of did Google. Um, here's some. Oh, hang have on. You lost We've me? got a fact of the gay. Okay. The scorchy almonds and the ginger. We just listed two facts of the day. Gay. Wait, why are they facts of the gay? Or did you know that? Did I know what? That they existed? No, that they have health, seven health benefits. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's good. That's good. Okay, Actually, so- here's a sad fact of the day. Do you know that the voice day? of- Day? When is it suddenly a fact of the day? 
Sorry, I'm taking the gay out of it. Can we, can we end the agenda here? Can we just have a fact of the day now? Okay. Now it's time for your fact of the day. <laughs> your once a month fact, fact of, of the, the day. day. Okay, the fact of the gay this week. Fact of the gay. Kevin Conroy. He was the voice of Batman for 30 years. Every cartoon series, every video game. He's just passed away. Very sad, but he's gay. Huh. The voice of Batman. Was gay. I mean, I think he's still pretty gay in heaven. Well, <laughs> whichever he chose, because it is a choice. I reckon um, if I went to heaven and I could choose, I would go straight just to see what it's like. Like, in terms of a cop, like, just try it out, you know? Yeah, because you've like, I've done enough gay stuff on earth in heaven. I'll bag yeah. it up. Oh, no. I'll straight, straight up. Butch it up. Butch it up. Yeah, why not? Oh, that's sad. I mean, Batman's always had gay energy, hasn't he? I guess the Robin relationship and Mm -hmm. he's sort of one of the ultimate characters we've always sort of hoped would be gay. Guy, you know what is etched in my mind is Jim Carrey as the Riddler in the skin tight question mark outfit and his penis is there. And the same with um His penis is there. His penis, <laughs> his penis is, is there. Is present. It was sho- I was sh- quite shocking in, in the nineties the amount of kind of just characters wearing men wearing tights. I mean it's awesome. Mm. Jareth in the labyrinth. I mean there's two. That's two, yeah. That's two. I I like the idea of, I find leggings to be very comfortable. And when I was a kid, I was often put in leggings um, mm. with like a big jumper. And I think it's a quite a fun silhouette, which it's like kind of what well, it's, I called this last year, actually, that that Princess Diana aesthetic was going to be on the out. They're big t-shirt and bike shorts. And I do oh, feel yes. like it, we're not seeing it as much. But yeah. it's interesting because the new season of The Crown is out. Are you a I've, crown head? Well, so I was obsessed with, Whatever the last one was, season four, loved it. But I haven't watched any of it apart from that. But mm. I've heard that season five is a little on, a little on the average side. Yes, I think it's hard because we know it the most. The casting's a bit off, and people want it to be as real as possible. Whereas I'm yeah. like, you should push it. You should push it. Like make the make the queen like just not look like her at all. Yeah, but everyone's like it's not the same, you-, you know. And it's weird because you fall in love with the cast and they get pushed out. I loved Emma Corrin. I have you. Oh, I saw the Harry Styles gay policeman movie, which she's in as well. What was that and like? Fine. I don't know. It was all right. I actually thought Harry was better in it than he is in usual movies and quite a lot of um, steamy sex scenes. Um, but it does keep flashing between the like those characters grown up. Rupert Everett is one of them. And there's and the woman who plays Emma Corrin grown up is gives a, a performance I hated. I frankly I hated it. <laughs> Actually, both and the Harry Styles grown up guy as well. And I just didn't need to flash forward as all. I was like, just let's just let the story play out. We don't need to be flashing forward and back. Oh, no, but no, it is just no. another like sad gay story. It actually it's terrible for everyone. It all it's all bad. All everyone involved is bad. What um, do we want not bad, to see? It's, it's quite sad and tragic. What do we want to see? Like. What I I think it's time for gay villains. What you mean, as opposed to like Jafar and like every villain that has been gay, but they're forever. like coded. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. But I'm like, maybe it's time for like despicable gay characters, just like mm. horrible morals, nasty pieces of work. <laughs> My Oscar contended film, 
Nasty piece of work. <laughs> Nasty piece of work. Chris Parker is a gay villain. I'm sure we've had some big gay villains. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Just like, but- a, you know, those gays who are just a piece of shit. Like, I think maybe yeah. we should start seeing, like, because we, we've, in terms of, like, you know, honest depictions, honest representation, I'm like, it's about time maybe that we have some, like, money hungry, like, misogynistic, awful trash bag gay. <laughs> Who gets his comeuppance? Do you ever have you ever looked into Ollie London? No, who's Ollie London? So Ollie L- London is a British gay man. I think gay. Actually, I don't know how he identifies now. He had a lot of plastic surgery, but for a while he identified as a Korean woman. So he oh, identified Jesus as transgender Christ. and transracial. And then just this way, I was watching the clip this morning of him on Tucker Carlson going on and speaking about how he detransitioned and he never would have transitioned if it wasn't for like schools promoting um, queer lifestyles. Oh my gosh. But then it's like, how can anyone, no one told you to identify as tr- trans Korean. That, that You can't do that. <laughs> it's sort of, it's funny, this sort of popped up in my, sort of in the, in the, storm of like instagram and tiktok and sort of be- sort of between those apps um mm. was jeffrey star do you remember jeffrey star yeah i think he's like quitting youtube now and i was sort of like oh this is kind of interesting like wow. he, sort of, he was sort of almost despicable like sort of yeah it was always being kind of cancelled and sort of money hungry also isn't the big t- story that he had an affair with kanye west as well Yes, but he was. I think he was sort of feeding those rumors potentially. Okay. Yeah, I am loving the Kardashians. I mean, the Kardashians and many cents is like my the crown. Even though you're it's watching the, like, season two, yeah. Oh wow. God, yeah, it's fantastic because wow. it's like fictionalizing like their lives. Because I feel like basically a whole bunch of events play out in real life. They make all their decisions and they go back and reshoot and sort of retell history. Depending on like what they want, to. I mean, sh- they probably don't. But that's my theory, anyway. Some of so it must be filmed at the time, but then some of it they're obviously constructing. A eh? wow. was that big? Who was that? What was the big concert that like all those people passed away at because they got like trampled? Was it tra- was Travis? That's Travis Scott at so, um, some festival. Yeah. So they like the week that that happened, like that played out in season one of the Kardashians, and they sort of reshot some bits to be like Kendall's away here, but she was like totally at that festival Um, so they can like sort of manipulate how things happen and play out and they're just recently going through kim and the marilyn monroe dress which i still don't know how i i think i'm just like i don't care you know like i just i don't care but we really got caught up in the drama for a bit people lost it about that and you know what you can kind of i guess it's something to care about don't you think it adds to the history of the dress that it was worn again and that's part of its story? Like now it goes back in that museum and that's, you know, it's more. There's more to talk about with that. I definitely agree. Yeah, it was... It was I'm like, it's just an, it's an article of clothing and it created more relevance for it and created more story. I'm like, it, that just becomes the history of that object. Yeah, that it was once worn by one of the greatest like pop culture icons and then reworn by the next greatest icon who then ruined it and was trashed for it. And I yeah. think that is a comment on history and culture that yeah. now we sort of tear down our celebrities. Because I was kind of thinking, like, if that had happened back in the day, we probably wouldn't have critiqued it as hard. Mm. I'm feeling like, like a... Oh, you go. No, you go. Well, I'm just feeling like I'm a little bit 
what talking about a moment like that and how we unpacked it, which was mainly for me, Twitter is where I saw all the content about it. And now Twitter is really definitely dying. Like it's absolutely dead and gone and everyone's moving away. And I'm just kind of like, I wonder how I'm going to follow, I guess, TikTok. But even then it's like, it just doesn't work in the same way to truly be sure that you're actually keeping up with whatever the important the thing is. Yeah, yeah, just watching the Kardashians. Then you find out six months later the thing that you already know. <laughs> so tell me, because like, I left Twitter pre-Elon mm. taking over. What is the vibe there? Carnage. And just like literally like... I'm probably on the smaller side of things, but I'm de- I've definitely lost like 150 followers in the last week or something. Like it's just people are just mass exiting, and all the tweets are very like violin band on the Titanic, and just and so much of your feed is Elon Musk replying to people, being like, "Ha ha ha, we're all having fun," but no one's having fun. I guess it was already already the vibes were off. You know, people don't need. It's the same thing as you're saying about Instagram. I'm like, people don't really need their takes to be out there. All the time. But it's sad because there's also been people on Twitter talking about the fact that they got like writing opportunities and stuff out of Twitter and that without it, they're like, I wonder what the next, but there will be another thing, you know? There'll always be, and like, it's not like the internet's going away, but I do think, yeah, it's like our, our relationship with it is shifting dramatically. I mean, mm. but people are still on Snapchat. That's the thing that I sort of so always surprises me. Yeah, it's like Snapchat is still relevant. Like the kid, every time someone asks for a selfie, like a Gen Z asks for a selfie, it's always on Snapchat. That's so crazy. But I heard a rumor that it's got a better quality camera, but it's the same camera. Is it also maybe like in the same way that we've been talking about? Be real. It's kind of like closed off. It really is just for your friends on Snapchat. True. You don't really build a following on there. They just want to live. They just want to live. Yeah, that's what keep it just with their mates. There's no tra- you can't become Snapchat famous, can you? No. Yeah. Well, you could kind of, I guess, like there's quite, like you could share your QR picture or whatever and get people to follow you. And I think like a lot of people like send their nudes out that way via Twitter. Oh yes, and that's when people put the little ghost in. Eh? That's like mm. that means add me on Snapchat and I'll send you a photo of my dick. Gorgeous. It's <laughs> yeah. gorgeous. That's beautiful. Do you Did you watch the Black Ferns? I didn't. Um, my stance on rugby extends towards women. No, <laughs> that's a joke I've been testing, and every time I've done it, it hasn't flown. If you don't like rugby, then don't support women in rugby. <laughs> it's all bad. It's all bad. Um, no, I obviously was keeping up, and I was doing a show in Palmerston North. Oh and yes, yeah, yeah. I was very much like backstage, going like, "Oh, I want to check on the game," which I've never. Ha- sort of had that before and then when i checked mm. it i was like oh my god i was truly thrilled to see that they had won yeah i was too, i did that with the semi-final i like was just watching on like other people's posts and i was like man this is exciting not even just watching it but this time i had a show in new plymouth at 9 p.m so i could watch the first half and i watched it in a pub me and sam and then did i was the about on stage Oh, yeah, I did a gag. I did a gag, which was like, normally I love being performing on a rugby night because we can all unite and be like, we hate sports. But tonight it's like, you're not feminist. But it was fun, fun vibes. It is amazing to think about like, um, Mad Chapman from the spinoff posted like one of her pieces from like 2018, which is like, stop treating the Black Ferns like the warm up act. 
And this mm-hmm. was back when they were, you know, like no one was supporting them. And like how f- it's like it is a remarkable thing to see, like when we consciously decide to fix something in our culture or look at it or interrogate it and talk about it, then eventually we were able to like turn it around. And so from basically a lot of people not knowing who the Blackburns were to selling out Eden Park is like all down to the work of those people who have been like championing them and the Blackburns themselves. And thank it. God, because it's so much more exciting to watch. No offense to the All Blacks, but the All Blacks I, games that I've seen are so boring. The Black Ferns games well, it was thrilling. It was the best rugby I've ever seen. I do think I'm entering a sort of chapter of my life where I am curious about sports more. Mm. And it's the same part of me that is wanting to eat Christmas cake. You know, yeah. it's, a, it's a maturity. You give a shit about sport, I guess. Which yeah. I think it's a cool thing to like in many ways. Well, we used to have, like, there's, we've had other things that have been, like, our sports, you know? You know when, like, X Factor was on? That would felt like sports, because it literally was, like... And drag race. And drag race, and you watch it, and you, it's, you're all doing this United thing all at once, but both of those, X Factor's gone, and drag race is just on too much for anyone to truly care, so it's, isn't yeah. That, isn't that amazing, that it's just... It's too, like, it's just so much of it now. But I am, I'll tell you what, I am excited for a third season of Down Under because I feel like even though the second season didn't have the same, like, investment, it felt like, from all the viewers, like, I just remember seeing, like, all those Queen's socials, like, just blow up instantly when they were announced because, like, the world was watching and then I think everyone's feeling that fatigue in the way that, like, I'm not racing to see, like, Canada drag race. Yeah, yeah. But there's still, you know, a passionate audience and you do see the impact that it has on those queens' lives. Like, Spanky Jackson is, like, barely in New Zealand at the moment. Like, she's just touring all the time. And I think it's fucking awesome. It's so cool. It's so cool. And also we're at an exciting stage where they've, like, now that they've done two seasons, they've kind of... You know, like, they've used a lot of the real mainstays and there's, gonna like, more wildcard people are going to be in the cast, which means that more surprises, I reckon. When will we see Gina on Drag Race? She's got to be on it this time. She's, she's got to be, be on it. She's ready. got to be on it. Yeah. It's a, just a little she's, personal shout out there. I feel like, so, come on. Every time I see one of her shows, like, she does all the big propaganda parties and stuff. And I'm like, I can't believe, I can't believe it. Ready for it. She's ready for it. Um, we went to do a leaper. Separate nights. Yeah. We both had the time of our lives. I, could, I couldn't stop raving about it. I'm wearing my merch t-shirt all the time. I it's just Fantastic merch. Fantastic merch. And I'll tell you what. I'll call myself out. I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to go to do a leap. I'm going to get COVID. Didn't get COVID. Had the time of my life. Dance my fucking up. I was just like, you're going to enjoy yourself. And oh my God. I couldn't was... stop dancing. I, could, I, never, I never stopped dancing. I didn't stop dancing. Did you party out the back or were you up close at the front? We got quite close. You know how she had the little thrust on the runway that she was coming, you know, you know, when you're close enough at a concert that you're like, oh, there's a real person. We were that close and it felt so good. Unlike the um, drag race <laughs> <laughs> concert there. <laughs> With no like screens. A couple of weeks earlier, where we were so far away and there was no <laughs> camera and no screen. <laughs> so it was like, it, it was such a unique experience. I can't quite describe what, 
what we were seeing, but they were genuinely not, so far away. They're not. They're not. They're not. Well, some of them are live singing and performing, but yeah. then when someone is lip syncing a kilometre away from you, <laughs> not a, it's not a kilometre, but it's a couple hundred metres. It feels it's, like a kilometre. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you got to say, Spanky and Kita. They both brought their house down. They proved why they're the winners. The best numbers. Unbelievable. So, like, they looked amazing. So funny. So funny. Just like absolutely got the scale of it. Knew what to mm. do. Oh, unreal. I loved your um, guy's number as well. That'd be, so a, that'd good, be highly yeah, committed yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, highly yeah. committed. A, a merit borderline excellence. <laughs> <laughs> it's NCA exams at the moment. Fuck. Oh, my God. I, actually, those the that, like just the thought of having to do exams makes me so happy to be an adult. Cramming? Like, cramming. I've never had to cram information in my adult life. Like, I guess no. you learn lines, but even then it's not the same as being like, oh, I wonder what sort of questions they'll ask me. I better study the height of this Greek vase in case it comes up. Sometimes I do feel like I need someone to ride my ass like a teacher would, though. Like, you know, just be like, if you don't... That's the kinkiest thing I've ever... <laughs> <laughs> but like, if you don't hand this in with... You know, proper spelling and punctuation, mm. I will fail you. Like, I do feel like I need, because I feel like I could get my, I could just be like, I've had a busy week and get out of any sort of deadline. Whereas sometimes yeah. I feel like I need a bit of heat from someone. And I do miss that kind of pressure of a teacher being like, you will fucking miss your lunchtime if you don't hand in your homework. <laughs> yeah, that is nice. I do like it when they ride. ride <laughs> I want my someone ass. to ride my ass like my teacher would. <laughs> Get it on a t-shirt. Have you just given up? Like, are you just... I'm done for the year. Are, are, are you done for the year? I am counting the days, the minutes, the seconds. Hell I really yeah. can't wait for it to be done. I think once I'm in December, it'll feel different because then everything is sort of like a celebration of its ending. <laughs> like Christmas parties, gigs. It's all like, oh, it's the last one of the year. I feel sorry for November. I feel sorry for November in a sense. I'm sort of thinking is, this. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't happen. Like, you're just like, basically like, let's get to the December. And October's like, ooh, Halloween. And like, the year's mm-hmm. wrapping up. And then November, we're just like, all disassociate for a month. And then we hit December merrily on high. What date's Thanksgiving? Maybe we should obviously not celebrate that holiday, but, you know, come up with our own so that we've got something to do in November. Oh, because it's November, isn't it? I believe so. Yeah, it must be. Because it's in between Halloween and Christmas. Are you going to get a Christmas tree? Yeah, we actually almost... There was a Christmas shop in New Plymouth. Gorgeous. But the tree... Because I think we're going to get a plastic beauty that, you know... We're going to get a plastic beauty too. I'm allergic to pine. Sam really wants a pine one, but I'm like, nah, it'll just be dead and then we'll have to throw it out. Exactly. English, the English love a pine tree, you know? Mm -hmm. Smells Mm -hmm. like Christmas, but you can just get a spray that has a pine scent. Oh yeah, that's nice. That's really nice. What's a pine candle? I'm actually like obsessed with my mum. She has this um, crab tree in Evelyn, like room scent called noel and she would just like mist it around the house and she oh smells a bit like christmas like and we're just like mist 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 and it's just such a lovely um gift and the way that she does it is just genuinely so sweet this room spray do you spray it on objects or does it just kind of sift around the air it's a really good question Mm. i think it sort of floats (laughs) um 
They, they made Noel in like into an oil that you'd put on the fairy lights and then they would oh. heat up. Here's a question. Are you multicolored or warm white? Warm or, white. Yeah. What about you? Grew up multicolored. Mm. Tending towards warm white. Yeah. Cold maybe white? I should, maybe I, I should put some around my, our hedges or something. Because these gorgeous hedges at the front. You could... Yeah, I mean, this is your year to be like, we are a house that does this. Yeah. And, and he was like, oh, there's that iconic mm, house that has that yeah. thing. Like, and you could have like a make the Yuletide gay or like a little queer pun. Wow. That's exciting, actually. And everyone's like, I love that sign in that place. I'm not outing your address. Um, We're you know, hosting and- Sam's family on Christmas Eve as well. We're going to have a little pre-event with some cocktails and like, we'll, we're going to do dinner. So... This is our real chance to put our stamp on what that event can be. Because that might be our, like, ongoing contribution to Christmas, you know? I am never going to get the chance to host Christmas, I realised. Because we're childless. Yeah. And it's like, you can't you can't be like, okay, everyone's coming to the gay uncle's Christmas house for Christmas. <laughs> because we don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. Although maybe, I don't know. It is... I don't, want to to be, I don't want to say that kids, kids kill Christmas, but it does become, on Christmas oh, yeah. Day, once there's kids in the family, when they go to bed, everyone just goes, sits there in silence for a couple of hours and goes to bed. Everyone just reads their book they got for Christmas and then exactly. just sort of dozes off. We used to be, we used to have this hardcore board games tournament with a trophy. We would compete for the whole day. Because and you now, were the kid. We were, Yeah. And, and then I'll, you'd go to bed, and then your parents would go, oh, like that. Yeah, that's true. That is true. You're right. I got plenty of good years. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I have to think about presents, actually. I mean, because I was like, I want to be the card, the cash in the card uncle. Um, But I think you called me out on on a previous podcast and then also... I've sort of anecdotally thrown it around and tested it with people, and they're like, four is too young for cash in a card. Yeah, I don't know when you're allowed to start, though. We got ten, I got $10 cash in a card from my auntie like every year for, I don't even know how long. It was so good. Maybe school. I think school is a, like sort of five or six. Yeah. My, no one's letting up in my family. Everyone's getting. So we do Secret Santa. So we we each have one of the other kids, but then we all get presents for our nephew and nieces. That's They've got too much stuff. Too much stuff. <laughs> they don't too. need it all. We didn't get that when I was a kid. The only way that you can get cut through in gift giving like that is a toy you can play with on the day. Yes. And you know what? One time Sam bought, um, Sam was like, I want to get a present just for me. Very adorable. And then he got them those from Bunnings, you know, those things that you spin and then they fly with the little wings. And, and they played with those all day and ditched all the expensive Lego. A toy that you can play on the day is like, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, it has all the novelty, the fun. And then it's like, you don't have to think about it for much longer, but it creates memories. And time yeah. is really all we've got. 
It's like a boppet. I think if they haven't got a boppet yet, a boppet's always going to pop off. A boppet's going to pop it. <laughs> it's going to pop it. I mean, the most valuable thing in this world is time, isn't it? And I learned that from the person that I sold my car to. That my car that I crashed, I Wait, sold it. And they said that to you? And as I handed it over, we they, like, they invited me in for a cup of tea. I sat down, <gasps> chatted for a bit, and we were talking about... Um, like our lives flashing before our eyes and then they said to me the, the most valuable thing in this world is time over money because money you can replenish but time it's like if you give your time over to someone then it's gone like you can't get that back and I was <gasps> that like that is wow that is it actually is potent words you know I that know is, it's left a lasting wow. impact on me and it's such a great framework for thinking about everything like even gift giving it's like yeah. oh I'll just give you my time because you, it's like you can't... There's nothing more valuable than that. God, Chris, I really needed to hear that today. <laughs> I needed to hear it from the person that I bought my car off. Sold my car to. And so then they, they, bought, me, they bought my car for $500 cash. Your Corolla, the one from our series. Yeah, baby. Wow. I've got cold, hard cash in my wallet. And I did think to myself, I'm going to spend that money on time or something like that. Like, I didn't quite work it out, but... <laughs> On, on on making more time. You buy 16 clocks? <laughs> <laughs> how much did you buy? A minute. I wonder how much time costs, roughly. People are like... Mm. Yeah. How much does a lawyer charge? $12 a minute or something crazy. Really? <laughs> I, I feel don't like know. more. Yeah, true. Oy. Um, uh, did you feel sad about that car? Or do you just feel like, thank God it's gone? I'm starting to think I don't have any sentimental value to any item in my life. I'm with you. I don't put any value in objects. And when people do, it often I'm often shaken by it. <laughs> I have a few people in my life recently who've like broken something which seems quite inconsequential inco- to me. And they've got really emotional about it because of the emotional value it holds for them. And I've just had to be like, you know what? People are different. I, <laughs> I would never cry about anything. I... I I won't say that because maybe something will break in the house and I'll There's cry. a couple of things I've probably got that I'm like, you've got to be careful with that, Chris. You know, like, mm. and some nice objects, but I would get over it within 24 hours. Yeah, I'm the same. You know? I'm the same. I remember being gutted when I lost my, like, nice headphones because I love, like, the perfect on a plane, the sound is so good, but then the thing was, it was like... That's not even... There's no sentimental emotional value. They're, they're not just gifted to you by cold. dying aunt. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, you need it. No <laughs> this, my heirloom from my great-grandfather was... It's so funny, because really, like, heirlooms from... They were, like, his old, you know, megaphone or, like, um, you know, like, this old clock. Mm. And now the version of that is, like, an iWatch or AirPods. Yeah, true. And it's sort of not the same, though, is it? But they were still, at the time, like, products... But I've, got a f- heirlooms. I've got a quite a fancy pen from my opal when he passed away and it um, came in like a box. It's not a Parker pen, it's some other fancy brand of pen, but obviously I it's special, but not enough for me to have learned the brand, which is actually quite bad. But I did think, I was like, you know what? When you get these things, you should use them because they're here to be used. But now I honestly think it's too casual because now it's just like plopping around the bottom of my bag. <laughs> that is too casual. Do you think mm. there's any item that's being made in this world that could last as an heirloom. Like any item that you own now that mm. you could give to your daughter 
who would then give it to her daughter, who would then give it to her son, and they'll be like, this comes from great-great-great-grandfather Eli. Is there any item in your house right now that you could that would be of worth? Some of the furniture. Because everything we've... All, most of our furniture is vintage, so it's already got that inherent value. And I also actually think maybe some clothes. Your you don't clothes think at all? As an heirloom? Yeah. Well, like what? <laughs> what? You, what your Dua Lipa like, t-shirt. No, not my Dua Lipa t-shirt, but like... Um, yeah, maybe nothing, actually. <laughs> but like my favourite jacket, I'm like that that green zebra striped jacket. I'm like, that might, you know, like... In could 50 years, someone could... It's not maybe earloomed, but, you know, they could wear it and be like, it's vintage. <laughs> <laughs> In 50 years. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've got to start thinking about that. Maybe some art. What? You've probably got art. That's, that's I've got that art. That. Yeah. I've been, we've been cashing in on art in a big way. Mm. And maybe some of my felt objects. Like my, I was thinking, because my felt crown is being put away at Te Papa, uh, the Auckland Museum. How soon is it being put away? Like within the next week or so, because they want to protect the fibres. Wow. I know. I'm like, you, honestly, it was in like almost in the bin when it was at my house. <laughs> um, just like keep it up there till it rots. But they're putting it away. And I was like crazy that I was like, maybe when I'm like 95 mm. and I'm like, you know, about to croak it, I'm going to be like, I would love to see my crown. And then I'll get this like gorgeous little visit to the Auckland Museum and go see it in a box somewhere. Surely every so often they'll wheel it out. Surely they'll be doing a, a pandemic ex- exhibit every so often. Isn't that so surreal to think of what, like when you're 95 and like 60 years, a 15 year old seeing that hat and it and then have to learn what Instagram was <laughs> like, You're like oh that's that that comedian that tried to do a stand up show on a plane and fell out and died tragically or something like that that's what like, you think is going to happen to you no I don't know I'll probably I think I'm going to choke on like bok choy I think I'll slip and hit my head <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a perfect place to end the podcast. Do you not have a Queen of the Week? Oh, true. Um, really good question. Queen of the Week. Oh, Ruby Tui? Of course. The two to the minor the- Iwi video is like, I've watched it so many times. It's so- she's now two for two in terms of like viral post interviews. Yeah. It's just a crowd pleaser, you know, just like gets out there and just like gives it all to the crowd. It's unbelievable. There's, there's never been more charisma. And on there's the never planet. been more charisma. There's never been more charisma. There's never been more charisma. So yeah, absolutely. The queen of the week is Ruby Tui. Mm. Um, I was just thinking then back to your death. It is crazy to <laughs> die like one of those. I think if I died like one of those commercials, the um, ACC commercials, I'll be embarrassed. Like imagine dying mm. by falling through a glass table yeah, while eating a muesli bar. <laughs> while eating weedy bigs. <laughs> You'd be like, I can't believe this is the way I'm going. It would be just devastating, eh? Yeah, I think that, and I truly think that is what it'll be for me. It'll be, I'll have done something so stupid. Because, like, one time I crashed my bike because my um, shoelaces got caught around the pedal. And, like, I'm like, imagine if this had happened in a worse situation. <laughs> and then, like, it's like the coroner's report was like, his laces got caught in his pedal and he died. You just yeah. be like, oh my God, that is tragic that's why i'm scared about choking on ham and stuff because i'm just like imagine if it was like they found his body he hadn't chewed enough 
Yeah, the ham was going down the wrong pipe. He ate it too fast. He went down the wrong pipe. I love that expression. It's gone down the wrong pipe. (laughs) How did he die? Went down the wrong pipe. I've got such a visceral memory. Eight years old. I reckon I maybe have told this on the podcast before, but I took a very long piece of streaky bacon and it half went down and half was out and I had to physically pull it all back down because I got stuck and I was full on choking at the dinner table. And then you, you pull something out of your mouth that you've been choking on and then it's sitting on your plate and you're like, that is the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> My sister used to choke all the time, but to the point where like no one was phased anymore. They'd be like, Liv's just choking on her nachos. And dad would be like, Jesus Christ. And like pick her up and shake her upside down and get the nachos out. I would hate to die on nachos. No, that is criminal. Like that might be the most humiliating meal to go on. Yeah, it honestly doesn't go. It doesn't get worse because a burrito, you'd be like, I get it. Burritos, there's, there's still a lot of sustenance to a burrito. Like if I've got a big evening and a lot to do, I'm like, I have a burrito because I really need to pack in the power. <laughs> but nachos, you're like, grow up. Yeah, why yeah. are you eating nachos? God, they can be a real treat. Though. I haven't had them in a long time. Oh, you should have them tonight. I had them like a week ago, and it was bliss. We did Nadia Lim's ones during um, lockdown one, and they rocked. What is in those? I imagine just too many ingredients. Well, I can't remember if we if this was because we had to substitute something. But it had a lot of refried beans in it, and then you kind of like simmer it in the pot, and then you put the cheese on the top, and then you grill the cheese, and divine, 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 divine. Okay, I think we've got to go. Yeah. Yeah. This has been beautiful. We've been covered really it all. I honestly think we've covered it all. And by Not- the way, we've got a f- six episodes of a, t- of a series called Chris and Eli's Porn Revolution. If you haven't watched it, please, please do. I felt like we needed this. Like we, I was like, we're not going to bring up the porn revolution. No, yeah. We just need a bit of space from it. Exactly. But only because we've been so invested into it. It's a great series. We're very proud of it. We were teasing this early on in the game. Mm-hmm. And um, it's here. It's on it's the spin off. It's all it's- out. And it's, I'm going to say, pretty serious, but also a lot of fun. There are some really funny bits. And it's only 110 minutes, I think, all up. So it's kind of like watching a movie if you want to watch it all in one go. Oh my God, we, we actually shot a movie. We shot a film. We shot so, a film. On the web. A web series. <laughs> a web episodes. A web movie. Imagine if that was a thing. I'm releasing a web movie. <laughs> oh, God, I actually hate it. <laughs> all righty. Love you lots. Bye, babs. Bye. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a fake.